Today's a very special episode. Today was the NBA trade deadline, and it was one of the craziest deadlines in recent memory, probably the craziest of the last 10 years. So today, we're going to talk about all of that, every trade that went down, or at least the important ones. Donovan, where do we start? man. It's crazy. (laughs) Bro, we start, we obviously start with Kevin Durant. I was asleep whenever this happened, so like, I woke up, I woke up, Mo was the only one out of us two that was actually up, and so I wake up with five texts. From Mo, and he's like, "We have to pod right now. It's an emergency. <laughs> Let's go!" Ah. So, like, yo, but that's clearly like the biggest domino that For we sure. have to talk about. Hey, yes. I dedicate my life to this podcast. I was working graveyard hours, making sure we do, we do. Follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Follow us on IG. In my bag, and facts. I go ahead, and I was watching whatever game it was on. I go to bed. And then all of a sudden, it's like 1 a.m. or 1.20 a.m. about the pod. I'm on Twitter. Dedication. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm, I see KD yeah. to the Suns. Bro, I get out of my fucking bed half naked, watch TV in the living room as if like the USA <laughs> was getting a, an atomic bomb. I was so close to the TV like five <laughs> no, minutes No, listen. It was an NBA. It was a Woj bomb, as they would say. It was so an insane bomb. For those who don't know, for those who don't know, Kevin Durant, the trade that happened in the middle of the night, dead of night, everyone was sleeping. The Suns received Kevin Durant and TJ Warren, and the Nets receive McCall Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, and a pick swap. So yeah, 2020 pick Absolute swap. haul. Yeah. Where do we begin? How do you guys feel about it from the Suns' perspective, receiving KD? You win. Like it's, it's yeah. just, For it's the as Suns, as, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's as simple as playing. You get Kevin Durant, Bro. and you didn't have to give up DeAndre Ayton, and now you it's have crazy. kind of this like big three-and-a-half to go. And, and a half. <laughs> listen, who whoever is the half? If, if it's Aiton, if it's Chris Paul, they have they have three and a half stars it's on three that, combined. On three combined. Exactly. So, Bro. so whatever whatever you have there, and you get Kevin Durant, who's playing like an MVP whenever he was healthy. You have Devin Booker, who's playing outstanding whenever he was healthy, and you instantly get vaulted to the top of the conference in terms of expectations. You should be yep. in the Western Conference Finals, and yeah, I th- I think that's. That's kind of like the best case scenario for them. What do you think, Mo? Shout out to their goddamn owner who's been in charge for like <laughs> for two hours. and a half, three days. And he's like, Not I even. want Kevin Durant. Give me Kevin Durant. And it happened. He wasted he's, no time. And I love his name. The he's a man. Trade for the Suns. And it's like right when everyone thought oh that their window was ending, was when, when, the, when the window was closing, that's when they rise. I don't want to say rise back top to the West, but in my mind, they probably no, have that's like. that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah, like they probably they might have the best starting five in the Western Conference. Maybe I don't fucking we know. We don't gotta say might. They clearly do. They just added Kevin Durant. Like, what are we talking about? When <laughs> they were healthy, they were the Durant, two seed, bro. and they added Kevin Durant. Yeah, like, it's beautiful. And they have DeAndre Ayton. And something that I kind of wanted them to do was like maybe you should go ahead and trade DeAndre Ayton for like some death or whatever, some death or whatever. But regardless of the fact, they are fantastic, and they're taking care yeah. of not only for the next for now, but the next four years. You have Kevin Durant. And Devin Booker. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. And it's years. interesting, like, obviously, talent-wise, his team is absolutely stacked. But yeah. he just, he fits so well with how they play. Like, yeah. as you know, for the past couple of years, they're just the mid-range gods. They take the least so amount of threes and the least amount of rim shots in the NBA and somehow have the top offense in the league every year when they're healthy. And now they have Kevin Durant. We've applauded Bridges a lot in the past two years because he's kind of come into his own as a secondary ball handler. He can catch, it's not just 3 and D anymore. He can catch it from the three-point line run into a side pick and roll, do a little bit, hit these mid-range jumpers. Imagine those plays, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton pick and roll. They kick it out to the wing, but this time instead of McCall Bridges attacking, it's Kevin Durant. The fit is so perfect. 
pick your poison. It's crazy. You got KD no, on the elbow crazy. and D book. Like I, I couldn't. Yeah. This is just a, uh, absurd. Absurd. It's fire. So, the, it's, it's fire too because now you don't have, you don't have to rely on Chris Paul, who's clearly like declined, and mm, like yeah. Chris Chris Paul is averaging less than fourteen points a game. You now don't have to rely on him to pick up the slack and be the secondary scorer, and he can really, really just focus on getting all the assists his heart desires. He can <laughs> yeah. he can pass as much as he wants. He can be the floor general. And I promise you, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant will not be mad that they have to take 25 mid-range shots a night. Like, they're going to be just fine. She'll be ecstatic. Yeah, they're, they're good. So, what I, question I have for y'all, do you think they're the best team in the West now? No. I still no. don't. I still Who's don't. better? Who's better? I, think, I still think that the Denver Nuggets are better. I think mm. Denver... You think I, MPJ is stopping Kevin Durant? Well, Aaron Gordon, but yeah. Do you think, do you think that DeAndre Ayton or Bismack Biombo is stopping Nikola Jokic? <laughs> nope. Exactly. Yeah, that's, 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 not, that's not happening. Jokic is rolling out of bed, getting 40, 10, and 10 on the Suns. And <laughs> the same thing that happened two years ago when they had nobody to stop Giannis, the same thing is going to happen this year. They don't have an interior presence good enough to stop Jokic. Listen, no, 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 nobody in the league, nobody in the league yeah. does, right? So, like, I'm not, yeah. like, that's not, like, a huge, huge knock. But Aiden's Jokic a solid is, post defender, though. Aiden's, like, a solid match before what you would hope. He, listen, he's the best, he's the best chance, but, like, Jokic yeah. is arguably the most unstoppable uh, player. Yeah, I agree. I will say, though, they desperately do need that interior defense you talked about, and as Kevin Durant's gotten older, he's become a solid weak side shot blocker. He's been great so him having that secondary rim protection is going to be a good fit for them defensively, which I think most people aren't thinking about. But yeah. like, Kevin Durant's defense is a relevant factor in this trade, which is weird because we never would have said that three, four years ago. But yeah. he really stepped up on that end weirdly as he's gotten older. Yeah, but yeah. Absolutely. So you pick the Nuggets. Would you agree they're second or at least second or first, Mo? The Suns. Yeah, in the conference. I would say, yeah, they're probably one of the three favorites because, like, the Lakers just restructured their whole their whole entire team. It's relaxed. LeBron has <laughs> <Yeah>. averaged <laughs> fucking, like, 33 this year. We'll, we'll so get to this we'll get year. To for sure. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. That's too much. But they're definitely it's top three. Tripping. They're top yeah. three for sure. <laughs> Relax. But yeah, I, I hear you. So, yeah, uh, the question now is the Suns are clearly, when they make this trade, their goal is to get Kevin Durant and be an immediate title contention. The question I have for you they gave up Bridges. They gave up Cam Johnson. They're two starting forwards, so you're losing forward depth. And Jay Crowder's out. But they got TJ Warren back, so that helps a little Ooh, bit. Jay Crowder. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking, okay. But yeah, so I'm just saying, they got rid of three wings for two. And four first-round picks is a lot for a team that's built around two 34, 35-year-olds with injury history. Who who knows how many years they're going to be them for? What do you think about what they gave up long-term? Is, do you think this going to be a worthwhile yeah, gamble? It's Kevin. Kevin Durant yeah. is easily in whatever way you want to put it. He's one of the seven best players in the world, and he was in MVP conversations before he was injured. The Brooklyn Nets started out stupid slow at the start of the season, yeah. and he elevated like that entire organization with his play on both ends of the court. So this is they they did the perfect thing that a lot of NBA teams are scared to do, which is gamble on themselves and just like make the bet at the right time because you're never going to have another opportunity like this. Let's be honest. Yeah. You're right. I mean, yeah, it's just, that's, that's a lot to give up. Do you guys see it working is what I should say for, or what, let me not say that. What makes this trade a positive and what makes them win? Is it winning a championship or nothing? It's championship or bust for the Suns now. Okay. If you, you don't, you don't trade for Kevin Durant mid season 
if you're not expecting to get a championship. You made the finals two years ago. You listen, they were the number one seed last year, had the little COVID outbreak or or got beat by, by Luca in the second round. It's a very disappointing season. Everybody's expecting them now to make the finals and to win it. Right? Like if you if you have Kevin Durant, you have to win the finals, especially if you have a competent team around around him. Yeah. That's what we were talking about with the Nets two weeks ago when everything was good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go over to a West, which is wide freaking open. Couldn't and be wider. It's a slaughter. But that, fest, that was low key an arms race. Now a lot of teams saw it's that not, wide openness. It's, not as, and it's a slaughter fest. It's not wide open. Completely slaughter fest. Yeah, it's a slaughter fest in the West right now. By the Nuggets? Huh? What for, do you mean? What do you mean slaughter fest? Yeah. Like, meaning like it's so fucking crowded in the West. I wouldn't say it's wide open at all. Regardless. No, that's why it's wide. Well, open. That's why. Yeah, it's wide, wide open. yeah, wide open just oh, means a lot of people that can okay. win it. Yeah. That like anybody, it's anybody's game because there's no clear cut one team that's better than the rest. Gotcha. There's four or five teams that could all. Beat the top team, bar all we know. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, we're on the same page. Before we get back to the pod, we're going to take a quick break to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest way to get in on fantasy sports. And it's super simple to get in on the action as well. All you have to do is hit higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats for the night. That's exactly what Isaac did here, putting his faith in LeBron James to have a big night on Tuesday and break the scoring record. And he won some money out of it. And you can do the same thing too. Pick between two and five players and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night of hoops. And if you sign up today with promo code TD3, Underdog will double your deposit up to $100. And even though they wear a basketball pod, there's still ways for you to get in on the action in other sports. The big game is on Sunday. And you can take advantage of Underdog's Big Game Pick'em Special. It's available to new and existing users. And you can either use the free square or you can get the special pick, which only requires you to get higher than 0.5 total yards for Jalen Hurts, which is as much of a lock as it can be. So if you want to sign up, sign up today using promo code TD3 and get playing with Underdog Fantasy today. So we all agree it's a worthwhile bet for the Suns because how can you not, right? Like the window is going to be close to being closed without him, now he revives it. Let's talk about the Nets because, oh my oh, god! Like we said two weeks ago, the Nets were looking solid. They were, their season was revived. Last pod episode, we were talking about teams we were right and wrong about. Yeah, we were talking about we were right about the Nets for having faith in them. Yeah, boy, me and Donovan are fucking idiots. We were wrong <laughs> as shit again. Like it, it just shows us we should never trust Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and gloat about being right about them because you never know yeah. what's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is exactly what we said. This is exactly what we said, though. We said, best case scenario, they can win a championship. And if everything goes wrong, they're going to be out of the playoffs. And, that, <laughs> like, this, again, every, everything has happened <sighs> for the Nets this year. They were terrible, so, and they've been great, and then now they're back to being terrible. We just keep going through the cycle. They imploded. It's so. It's for those who don't know, if you've been under a rock for the last six days— Kyrie Irving requested a trade randomly. It happened like the day after we posted our last episode, so sadly we haven't talked about it yet. But Kyrie Irving is on the fucking Mavericks. Who saw yeah. that coming? He, he wanted to go to the so Lakers. There was reports that they didn't want to send him there out of spite because Josiah hates Kyrie Irving's ass, I love which that, I get. By the way. I, love I that, by hate the way. that. From Josiah, I like that. No. I respect pettiness. I respect pettiness. I like that. I think that's yeah. I Mo, I agree with you now because they took a win now. So their way of justifying fucking over the Lakers was that the Mavericks offered them a win-now deal where they got Dinwiddie, they got DFS, and a pick. So that allowed them to continue to compete around Kevin Durant with these role players. I, you have to assume they didn't know Kevin Durant was leaving when they accepted that, or else they wouldn't have done that, right? That's stupid as fuck. You can't assume no. anything. With that. With Kevin Durant, you can't assume anything. That's where they fucked up at. No, yeah. no. they. I, I 100% believe that 
if they knew that even if they knew and even if they didn't know that they were about to trade Kevin Durant, that they were not going to send Kyrie Irving sure, to, the, sure. to the Lakers. Sure. But would they have taken this Mavs offer with Winnell players and less picks? I no. doubt it. I mean, who else was giving deals the like Suns. that? The Suns. The Suns are after for, him. For Kyrie? Yeah, their sons are after him. For something centered around, it was like Jay Crowder, Chris Paul, and a picks and whatever. But even even if perhaps they would have like, yeah, we don't want DFS, we want right. an extra pick or whatever. Like they wouldn't have centered around getting these win now guys back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like clearly there was a little bit of recent development that happened with the Kevin Durant thing. I think that's just poor management, dude. Like you have to understand who who you're dealing with, and you have to know your personnel. And I think that was just a clear that's a clear ball drop on that one, dude. Like yeah. you're you're trusting the word of Kevin Durant out of every star in the NBA. Him, this dude literally just six months ago said he wanted out of your organization. The, what, what we just posted on? a short too where we we're talking about would you rather build around Devin Booker, or Kevin Durant long term? And I was yeah. like, listen, what do about Kevin Durant? He's gonna leave his fucking team. Like he's yeah, you cannot, yeah. You cannot trust him. Like he's gonna be out of there. And look at him now. They're teammates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But zeroing back in for a second to the Kyrie Irving thing, let's talk about the Mavs perspective. We'll, we'll talk about the Nets as a whole in a second. Yeah. How do you feel about the Mavs outlook now that they have Kyrie Irving next to Luka Doncic? I think short term, I think short term it's a bad move. I think they have a, oh. I think they have a good foundation going into next year and the years after that because then you have a little bit more mm. flexibility with draft capital. You can start surrounding people with, you, you can start surrounding them with people that fit. But in the short term, Dallas already couldn't really guard anybody. And now you have Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, and Christian Wood, and you traded away Dorian Finney-Smith. And so now your entire perimeter defense is going to be based on whether or not Reggie Bullock is going to be like on that night. And so I think... So yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make another move. Yeah, I think I think for them, I think for Dallas, they're turning into... And I guess it's not a terrible idea since, the, since this team is like good, but like they're turning into just like a better version of the Kings. And like they're they're just leaning. What all a the wild way. comparison! They have Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. They are leaning all the way into office. They are acknowledging and okay. and saying right now we're not going to defend anybody. We're going to have to score 130 a night. And so, as for this year, I don't think that that style is going to work in the playoffs. I think that they kind of that this year it's not going to work out to the way that they want to. But next mm-hmm. year, that's mm-hmm. the year that we can start having real expectations for this team. I agree. But one thing is, we're talking about their defense so much worse now. Dorian Finney-Smith was hurt for a lot of the year. Their defense was fine. It was average. And Kyrie's not like a worse defender than Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie wasn't some stopper. So, like, if you're looking at the early season before they had DFS back and it's replacing Dinwiddie with Kyrie, mm-hmm. the defense isn't that different. You know what I mean? I mean, but, like, Dinwiddie's, Dinwiddie's a little bit... He's a little bit bigger. And even now, like... He's like, marginal. You know what I mean? Like, it's... He's, 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 sure. he's, he's a little bit bigger. And the fact that, like... I think the fact that Finney Smith got back and they still had like a chance to be a semi good defense. I think bringing in Kyrie that that 100% leans in and it's very it's going to be very very hard to build a competent defense around Doncic, yeah. Irvin and Christian Wood. Yeah. Okay. Mode, do you think the Mavs can win the championship this year? Let's answer that simple question. Yes. And no, okay. it's very tough. That's a very well, tough question. That's not an answer. I, I can't. I can't give you a real answer with that one. Do I think they can win a okay. championship? Yeah, I'm just gonna say yes straight up because uh, they have Luca and now. Yeah, they can, right? Like it's not will they, they can, can they? but I wouldn't bet my money onto it. I think the Mavs put themselves in a very tough position. Like what, early on, we nobody should bet their money on Kyrie Irving. Not only that, but like <laughs> when it comes to just how they've handled 
like Luka Doncic and like how good he is already, and they haven't had another chance to pair him up with a second star like the Memphis Grizzlies were able to do, and the you, a lot of young teams what they usually yeah do. yeah. And now they kind of put themselves in a position to where this is one of their only options, and this is probably I don't want to say their last option, but like they're out of picks, and so it's probably I mean, this. No, I wouldn't say they're out of picks. They're not out of picks, but they're running really really short on options. In the future, yeah, and yeah. flexibility. Who the yeah, f- this limits their ability to do like all in five picks for a star that comes available. Yeah, That's exactly. So I, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's talk about the Mavs' motivations for this trade. That's a good point. It's I feel definitely... like because everybody knows. Go ahead. No, you're you're you're, you're about to say it for me. Yeah. So everybody knows Kyrie was a toxic asset for a lot of people in the past offseason when he requested a trade. No, mm-hmm. Apparently, nobody with the Lakers wanted him. And now people kind of talk themselves into it because he's been good this year and there's desperation at the deadline. So the Mavs were like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. And you mentioned the fact that they failed to give Luka a second star. They tried the KP thing, didn't work. Now they're trying the Kyrie thing. There's a lot of risk involved. It's a lot of risk, but they had to take this risk because anybody else that they possibly could have gotten, they're getting outbid by everybody, bro. A yeah. lot of teams have way more than them. Exactly. So they have to. And that's what that's why the Lakers should people are saying Lakers should did it, because it's your best chance to get a star because the buying point is low and there's a there's a very low end outcome possible where it doesn't work out and he tanks his third straight team or fourth straight, but there's also the possibility where he's normal and doesn't go insane. Or he's or normal. Insane, but doesn't <laughs> cause an episode and doesn't ruin the team. And then you have a yeah. star for cheap. But Donovan mentioned next year they're gonna be really good. Next year is not a guarantee for the Dallas Mavericks. Kyrie Irving is an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. If he decides to walk, oh my God, they're fucked. Yeah. They got they got Luca a second star. He just leaves, takes all their assets. So they all they have left is some picks and Reggie Bullock. That is a huge, huge negative downside that could potentially happen with a very volatile player. Yeah, exactly. But another question is like, what else? What what could they have done? Is there a better? Was there a better option out there? Because the free Uh, class is helping coming seasons. Fucking, it's ass. Yeah, so, well, like, they could have waited this summer. They would have had access to five picks. So if the next star becomes available, they could have did the all-in thing the Suns just did and be like, here's all of our young assets, all five of our first-round picks. Give us mm-hmm. the guy. They could have did that. But I guess because of the connection with Jason Kidd, they believe they can rehabilitate Kyrie and make him not tank the team. Uh-huh. So how, how do you all feel about that risk? <laughs> That's not going to happen. I think <laughs> whether it's going to be – whether if it's going to be this year or two years from now, the way that the way that you said, if there's one thing about Kevin Durant, he's gonna leave your team. If there's one thing about Kyrie Irving, he's gonna ruin your team. He's <laughs> that's that's what that's what he's gonna do. And he's and there's in never the process, been a situation where he doesn't ruin his team, not and, once. And there's never been <laughs> there's never been a situation where he hasn't lied to the media in the process, saying I want to end my career here. Because as soon as you as soon as you hear that, it's call rats. up another GM, Facts. trade Kyrie because he's about to walk out the door. Yup, and cash in when it's, when it's high. Cash in when it's high, bro. Because this man is lying to little kids in the city of Cleveland, saying I'm going to be here forever, and then Shades. walks out the door. I, I want a mask statue next to Dirks. Exactly. I can't trust him. Shameless. But, Mo, if you were the GM of this team, would you have made this trade? If I was the GM of this team, would I have made this trade? I value flexibility, and I feel like Kyrie Irving is the worst player to trust and the last player <laughs> in the entire NBA to trust. I'm not trusting his world whatsoever. So, personally, no, but I understand it why they did it. Yeah, and that's where I'm at. They're in too. a very vulnerable position. So, I, I respect the risk. Yeah, the absolutely. low end risk is that you might lose Luca over this. If you just yeah. flames out and you have nothing left around him, you can't retool. 
you might lose a once in a generation star, which maybe you could say that's too much risk to associate with a guy like Kyrie. Yeah. But the upside is you get a star for cheap that you would never would have been able to bring in with the assets you had for that mm-hmm. caliber of player. And maybe you give Luca what he needs. We saw him last year with no help. He had Brunson. Yeah. Be able to make it to the conference finals. Maybe Kyrie gets him over the top. Yeah. Again, they, so we should they say, played the Suns. How funny is it? They played themselves by letting Jalen Brunson walk for nothing. Jalen Brunson this year has been like, what, 70, 80% of Kyrie, and they could have had him for no assets and kept those picks they traded for Kyrie. What a it's fucking fumble. It's mismanagement. It's mismanagement. Back, it, this, bro, is, yeah. this is something that's consistent with Dallas, though, because even with Dirk, they, they weren't giving Dirk help for years. And so this is something they try. We, they just don't get this, free agents. This is something that that we have seen for decades out of out of the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know if it's going to work out. I kind of hope for their sake that it does work out. But like we've been saying, I don't trust Kyrie Irving. Yeah. To, to hey, 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 hey. What's up? I kind of hope it doesn't work out. I kind of want to see Luca request a trade. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you just like man. Him. You like him. <laughs> I kind I kind of want to see Luca be. You know, like a lifer. I like I like lame. that kind of stuff. I don't what care. Do you <laughs> Honestly, Luka. have you seen those Mavericks jerseys? I have to watch a lot of Luca because he's Luca, and every week I have to watch these Mavericks jerseys that look like they're straight out two thousand two because they are, and they haven't changed in twenty years. Okay, okay. Them. So trade. So so the Mavericks just need to trade for like a, a new designer instead of Kyrie Irving. Okay. <laughs> they did a rebrand, and I'm good. <laughs> and, then you're, and then you're fine. But yeah, lifers are yeah. cool. Lifers are cool. You guys, are, you guys are terrible. Lifers are fun. We need, Bro, we need I have Gen license. Z TikTok brain where I need to see trades. I need to see big news and have my yeah, dopamine hit in my brain. I got to see yeah, it. Bro, the attention span is kaput these days. Like, I need Fact. something new every single time. So. You've been on that team for we're four years. Recipes. Jesus, old man. We're losing recipes. <laughs> Fuck that recipe. <laughs> the, the Nets are an interesting spot now. Obviously, much has been said about the biggest failure of all time with this big three. They had... <laughs> 16 games of absolute domination. They were incredible when they had James Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Sick. But they had 16 games of them. Utter failure. Complete garbage. The worst victory of all time. What could have been the best victory of all time. And yeah. now they have Ben Simmons, Dorian <laughs> Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, <laughs> McCall Bridges. I will say, they have their picks yeah, are Simmons. all owed to the Rockets over the next like five oh years. Oh, my That's God. Kind of That's sick, weird. bro. Lots of picks owed, so they have to remain decent. But have you seen their roster? They're like low-key deep as fuck with just a bunch of good players. Their roster's deep. They have a lot of th- fucking wings and 3 and D people. If they had a star or two on that team, damn, that sucks to say. There's Cam Thomas. They have, <laughs> yeah, Cam Cam, Thomas. They have Dinwiddie, Cam Thomas, DFS, McCall Bridges, Ben Simmons, Claxton, Joe yeah. Harris, Seth Curry. If you're, the, the list goes on. Three of the Nets dudes are not going to be there in the offseason. Three of them dudes the are getting traded for first-round picks. They should get all, all those do, dudes for first-round picks. All you can do is like try to cultivate what you did a couple years ago when they yep. landed D'Angelo Russell and just start from ground up brick by brick. And this time, don't try to fumble it for the fucking third time in a row like you did back in, I don't know what it was, 2013 in or something like that when they traded for, when they traded for KG, Paul yeah, Pearson, and, and all them dudes. Like, try to do it the yeah. right way this time because now you did it the wrong way and you fell on your face even harder and everyone's looking at you crazy and stuff like that. So and all I'm saying is next year, next year when Ben Simmons is back, we're going to have the Ben Simmons, the Bridges, that. Cam Thomas, Big Three, or we're taking Stop over that. the NBA. Stop no. that. Ben Simmons, he, he can't play basketball. I'm out. No, he'll be fine. He'll get back to something eventually. But yeah, right now he sucks ass. To what? But yeah, so they're in an interesting spot, I guess. Like you said, they're back to those D'Angelo Russell days. 
what an that's what Josiah wanted though. That's what Josiah wanted in the offseason. Jos- Josiah was saying that he would rather that he would rather have like a frisky forty-two win team than be held hostage by stars and have like the potential. So Josiah hey. has exactly what he wants. Yep. And yeah. so one he thing better, he got is frisk right now. Yep. So he better be happy. This is exactly what he wanted. Listen, we're twenty-four minutes into the show. We have to talk about what the people are here for. They want to hear about the Lakers. You want to hear about the Lakers. Are you sure about that? Go ahead. I'll put my mic down. I've heard plenty of the Lakers. I'll put my mic down. You can take it. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a nap. All I'm saying is, beginning of this week, when Kyrie Irving requested a trade, I said, this is a legacy week for Rob Palenka. (laughs) Two days later, I said, this man is Anthony Bennett in legacy games. He failed to get Kyrie, flopped. Everyone was like, this man sucks. Fire him. When I say this man put up a triple-double this All-Star break, I mean this trade deadline, Rob Polinka was in his fucking bag. For those who don't know, Russell Westbrook is finally out of my life, and for that we rejoice and thank our Lord oh and Savior God. Rob Polinka. <laughs> he treated in a three-way trade. He got rid of Russell Westbrook, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, and one first-round pick, just one, and got back D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. Listen, Complete that's a great trade, is it not? complete revamp that's a great trade i don't think d'angelo Russell is a fantastic player but that is like but he's a good fit fit wise he's perfect for what the lakers are looking for and what they need malik beasley is one of the most lethal shooter shooter in the nba jared vanderbilt he's on offense but his defense his defense hasn't been as good in utah but he has a reputation of being a good defender so they've been using him wrong though. That's the problem. They've been using him like a help side, like a Giannis role as a four. He's uh, really a one-on-one perimeter wing defender, and that's yeah. what they should use him as in LA. So if they do that, they can unlock him. Yeah. Will they do that? I don't know. But hey, <laughs> Lakers fans, rejoice, bro. You're up. Yeah. You You're know what else is funny? Thomas Bryant requested a trade because he thought he deserved consistent minutes. That he's not getting with AD back, so they traded him for three second round picks. I feel that for yeah. Thomas Bryant. If yeah, you, if I'll you, feel from Thomas. If you too. work as hard as Thomas Bryant is running wind sprints every play, and he's yeah. like, "I am only getting 15 minutes." Nah, I'm going. I'm running for something. <laughs> he said, "I want me. this shit." Trade me yeah. to OKC. <laughs> trade me to Detroit. Trade me to to Houston. I want to go somewhere where I can play. So yeah, I, understand I mean, he's that. the backup to Jokic now. How much is he going to yeah, play? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he probably didn't want to go to Denver. <laughs> he should have stayed. He, he probably wanted to go to somewhere else. Land, bro. <laughs> Facts. On top of that deal, the Lakers also traded Patrick Beverly and one second round pick that they got from the Thomas Bryant deal That's for Mo Bamba. For Mo that's Bamba, a backup that's center fantastic. who can shoot and block shots and play with AD. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's, fan- that's fantastic. They got, so, the, they got the two point guards who can't shoot, who are just supposed to be vibes guys and don't, like their vibes are not, are not even like all that. Yep. And actually got NBA like rotational players. So Facts. Shout, shout out to the Lakers. Bro, so the roster we're looking at now for them is for point guard. Oh, let's go starting five. They're probably going to do D'Lo, Reeves, Braun, Vanderbilt, Davis. Your second unit is Dennis, uh, Malik Beasley, Rui Hachimara. That's nice. Who's, yeah. Who's That's the backup nice... four? Um, who am I missing? Uh, uh, who am I not thinking backup four? Oh, wow. there's a saw... Walker. What's his name? No. Okay. Wow. Throw William Walker in wow, there. We are blanking as a pod. Why am I blanking? There's somebody else I'm not thinking of. Okay, but either way, them and then Mo Bamba as your backup five. Yeah. That is a respectable lineup to put around LeBron and AD, which they we couldn't have said weeks ago. Weeks ago, they were yeah. the smallest team in the NBA. They had lineups with Kendrick Nunn, Patrick Beverly, and Russell Westbrook at the same time. Fucking kill me. 
and now yeah. all of them are gone, and they have size. They're young. You you, you think about Troy Brown? Yeah, Troy Brown. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, Troy Brown's other wing. So yeah, they have size. They're they're big. They can shoot. They're young. Thank God. We're not going to repeat of last year where they had all these old fucks. <laughs> what is your current outlook for this new look Lakers team? Don't we'll, know see. What you we'll see. Will they make the play in? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still I'm still cautious. I think to get into the play in, you're gonna have to be somewhere around 500. Um, yeah, and they're two so, games out of it right now. Out of 500 or out of the 10? Out of out of the play in the play in. Yeah, there's there's like they're five games under 500 right now. And they're gonna get smacked by the Bucks tonight, so it's assumed they're gonna be six games under five hundred with twenty six yeah. games left. Yeah. <laughs> so so they would have to go sixteen and ten yeah. to get to five hundred. I will say though, they have a favorable schedule in the last like kind of week and a half of the season. They play over I think over the last twenty six games. They have two games against the Rockets, they have two games against the, the Jazz. Um yeah. they have they have some games that they can actually hundred percent go and win. Right. So I think like I think that there's there's one there's one I was looking at the schedule earlier. There's one more game that would count as like an automatic win for them. So I think that for them to make the play in, they're gonna have to go a le- 500 ball basically. And I just yeah. I just don't know. I just don't know. They they have I to play the Warriors a couple times. The Grizzlies still on the true. schedule. Yeah, but Steph is hurt. It's tough. Steph yeah. is hurt, so I wouldn't worry about that. But off the bat, I think they definitely do make it because if I look at the list of teams in the Western Conference right now, I think they're... Are the Blazers holding on to that spot? I fucking think not. Yeah, no, exactly. No, but the Thunder might take it. I'm not worried about the Thunder. The Thunder going to shut down and try to get the lottery and try to get <laughs> Wemby by any force of nature. You say that now. You say that now. And when it's the last <laughs> game of the season and Shea's putting up 35 and you need I'll them to I'll fucking cry myself to sleep. Sick. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I think the Thunder still have a chance to. to make they do, they play. do. I was kidding. Thunder are nice. They just beat the fucking Lakers. And it was embarrassing on the fucking LeBron night, which we yeah, didn't talk no about. Shout out LeBron. Our goat broke the scoring record. We all knew it was going to happen. Know. It was beautiful to see. Not much to say about it, but it was gorgeous. <laughs> but yeah. Sh- sh- shout out to your goat. So <laughs> I believe that during the second half of this season, LA is going to be better than OKC, Utah Jazz, of course. The Portland Trailblazers, they're such a depressing team. I think they're going to be the, better team. than the Warriors because of the Steph injury and the Warriors didn't really make any moves at all other than bringing Gary Payne, Gary Payne Jr. back home, but that's like a whatever. And I think they're better than Minnesota. They're definitely better than the New Orleans Pelicans because there's just too much injuries going on right there. And I don't know what's going on with the with the Clippers, but they might be better than them. So yeah. oh, so you think like, that the Lakers get up to six? I think they can. I think they can get up to seven confidently, without a doubt. Six probably, okay, I think but good enough, seven. But they just have too much. They have too much space to make up. That's, that's so that's like four games in twenty six games. Like that's tough. Yeah, a lot of yeah. the West got so, better, and <laughs> the teams that I just listed didn't get better whatsoever. They made no moves. <laughs> no real moves. Let's talk about the let's talk about the fit with these new players specifically. Because we all think they're so consensus, they have potential to make it to the play in range, but it's going to be hard to get into the top six. But it's doable if they just go fucking nuts. But hard to imagine that because it's going to take time for these players to gel together. But we, so we all think that eventually they can be a quality team. So, how do you feel about D'Angelo Russell's fit with this team, first off? I think, I think he fits. I think, I think anybody who can shoot the basketball shoot. fits with yeah. LeBron James. I Naturally. Think, and That's so, the like, bare minimum. And, when you don't have 
right? And I've tried to defend Russell Westbrook as much as possible. But when you don't have I mean, Russell, when you don't have Russell Westbrook actively taking ten points off the board every night with missed layups, <laughs> Damn. you're gonna you're you're gonna be in more games. Like so, I think like if D'Angelo Russell can make two layups and hit one three, he's gonna be a net positive for them. Uh, so yeah. like so Malik Beasley shooter, he fits right. Like you have you have guys that are going to be able to space the floor a lot more for LeBron to to drive in. Anthony Davis is going to have a little bit more room to work um, down low. Like, this this is good for the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of skeptical about D'Angelo Russell and whether or not he'll be able to, like, live up to the expectation that he has because in Minnesota, it was just a, I don't even know. What's the expectation to you? I don't know. Like, I, I think a lot of Lakers friends are thinking him as if, like, he's a savior now when he's not that whatsoever. They're look, I see a whole bunch of Lakers fans taking a look at his screen, screenshotting his stats for the season. I think he's averaging, like, 19 points, which I didn't think he was they, averaging whatsoever. Good. Shooting his shooting stats are, he's been nice. He's been aight, but whenever I watch the Minnesota Timberwolves nice, had a good play, season. For the most part, he's been he's been disappointed. I wouldn't say he's having a good season. Well, he's having a good season on the, on the book. That's like saying Trey Young's having a good season right now as well. Like ah, Trey Young's having just the worst a lot of things on the court. Like that. Okay. I don't know. There's just a lot of things on the court. The nerds overrating. That are just I like see. I see. pure mishaps that just kill the flow yeah. of basketball. For so sure. I wouldn't say he's yeah, that, having a good season whatsoever. Sometimes DeAndre Russell, he has the skills. He's flashy. You want to think he's great, but he, yeah. sometimes he has terminal Dylan Brooks brain where he just takes over the offense in a very damaging way. He'll run a pick and roll and they'll switch it and nothing will happen. He'll back up, dribble a couple times, go into another pick and roll real slow. And next thing you know, there's four seconds left on the shot clock and he's dumping yeah. it off to Rudy Gobert to do nothing. He exactly. sometimes just ruins the flow of your offense. But, you know, with playing with LeBron, exactly. he's going to have to do happen. less. Yeah, you can't He can be that. the secondary ball handler and we can get bench lineups that are him and AD running pick and rolls. And his life's never have been going to be easier than it is with this team. Facts. Like, we're going to have bench lineups that have Rui, Beasley, uh, sorry from the top. D'Lo, Beasley, Rui, AD, Bamba. Like that's gonna be a bench lineup they use. That's gonna be pretty easy for him to pretty dish good. out. It's pretty dunks. It's, it's pretty solid. And listen, if there's a difference between dumping the ball off with four seconds to Rudy Gobert, and then there's <laughs> and a difference, Davis. and then there's a difference to doing it with Anthony Davis. So yeah. like that's probably still gonna be a solid play. Like if he can get into that with six seconds left on the shot clock, he'll be he'll be just fine. Yeah. And it's like, even outside D'Lo, they have the point guard they need now with, with him that isn't an awful fit because he can't shoot. They got a shooter. They have a wing stopper. They have a, a five that can stretch the floor. They're not tiny. They check, like, pretty much all the boxes. Like, what, what, what would they need to really become a true contender? Another high-quality wing, I guess. But, like, they, they have a lot of boxes checked. I think this is the best that you could ask for. They give up one of those picks, not both. And then you put Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. He's having a fantastic season, in my opinion. Shout out to him. Shout out, Dennis. Um, yeah put him on the bench in the best role I think that he's fit for. And you really can't complain, bro. They're they're nice all around now, and they're completely revamped as a team. This is an entirely different team, and now all you can hope for is AD to get back to his monstrous generational level of basketball he's playing for. That'll be his playing. Yeah. And you're hoping the best that LeBron doesn't have too. to continue to carry consistently so he can save some of that juice for the playoffs. No, he has to go all out to try to make the playoffs. <laughs> but... Yeah, the best part is too. All these guys have at least one other year in their contract left. Yeah. Billy Beasley has a team option, so if he's good, they keep him. If not, they say fuck out of here. The only one is D'Lo will be an unrestricted free agent this year. Yeah, and now he has twenty six games to prove that the Lakers should pay him, right? And what that means is before this going to it, 
next year they're going to be a point where the only people on the roster were Austin Reeves. Oh no, Austin Reeves is going to be free agent too, but restricted. But the only people they have was Austin Reeves cap hold, Rui's cap hold, a restricted free agent, Christie, LeBron, and AD. Basically zero depth on the roster going to next year. And now they have all these role players who will in all likelihood be here next year. So even if this year fails, they don't need to make the plan. LeBron gets hurt again. Next year, they have a foundation to be a good team with the whole offseason to build around this foundation they have. And that's all you can hope for, right? Absolutely. <sighs> wow, the Why do you look like you just said a bunch of bullshit? The, it's <laughs> just, <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like you have... It's a lost season. You hope for next year. You have LeBron and Anthony Davis, and we're like, oh, like if, like, if they could be a good team, like that's cool. Like, no, fam. Like, you're trying to win championships. <laughs> Like you brought LeBron there to win championships. You traded for Anthony okay. Davis to win. So ask, answer me this: Can they win a championship with this team? Yes. No. Even if it's this, next year, this team. No, even if it's next year with this core going to next year. Because let's, let's say this is a lost season. This is how they gel for next year. And this is the core, same team. Say there's no changes. Can they win a championship with the full season of this team? No, I don't think so. Damn. What's the weakness? I don't. What's stopping I don't, them? I don't think so. I think it's the thing that you mentioned earlier. I don't think that they have fire enough firepower outside of um, outside of LeBron AD. And if you're asking. Listen, we've kind of, we've we've come to like to we've taken this for granted. LeBron is thirty eight years old. And he's averaging thirty points per game. Eventually, he's gonna eventually he's gonna stop averaging thirty. Whether that means that he's gonna win said that six years <laughs> yeah, ago, know. man. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. But to be asking the thirty nine year old man to be playing high high minutes in the regular season be scoring 30 a night and if Anthony Davis like Mo said if Anthony Davis doesn't get back to the level that he was at the beginning of the season then no he's been I good since he came back what level he's fine he's he his last game but I think he's still he was, he was sick apparently apparently he was sick and also nobody wanted to take shots besides LeBron so like I'll take it with a grain of salt that he had a low scoring yeah. number you know who did want to take a shot Tom Russell Bryant. Westbrook no, <laughs> Tom, Facts, Tom bro. <laughs> that picture's so funny. That picture's so humiliating. Know, the iconic picture of LeBron hitting the fadeaway to break the record. Thomas Bryan's goofy ass is ceiling under the basket, <laughs> calling for an entry pass, ready to fucking dunk on Josh Giddey. Yeah. goofy Maybe ass. Admit, for him to even yeah. he, he, pose like he that, came, it was his time off, to leave. He, said, he said, "That's not what the coach called. That's not the play." Yeah. Send awesome. me to Sacramento. <laughs> exactly. But no, I don't. I don't think the Lakers can can win a championship. Okay, so this team. Are they one move away? What do you think is that move? That move would probably be something like, and it's never going to happen because he never wants to leave. But they would have to go get like a Bradley Beal. They would have to. They would have to go get that. Oh, I mean, yeah, if they get another star level player, sure. But I mean, within the realm of building around these guys with like you know, like the twenty twenty model with a lot of role players, they have a first round pick. Do they need another wing? Do they need a backup rim protector? Another point guard? Like, what do you what do you see as the weakness? Who I do think you not trust wing? on this roster. I think I think I think another wing. I think yeah. I think with I think with LeBron and D'Lo, you're gonna have enough ball handling. I think with Bamba and AD, you're gonna have enough defense at the rim. I think, but now if you're talking about Beasley, Rui, Troy Brown, like that's kind of your like core wings. But Vanderbilt and Reeves are good are good defenders. But it's Reeves though. Like it's just like he's just nice. He's cool, but he's like he's Austin Reeves. You see what I'm saying? Like I need I need a little bit. No, just what are you more, saying? He's nice. He's I need a, a little player. bit more firepower. He's trying to say he's white. <laughs> I'm, not. I'm not. I need a little bit more. Now, if I was to say I need some more, you know, bounce, some more athleticism, then maybe, <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> then maybe we can get into that conversation. But I need a little bit more offensive firepower, a little bit more offensive creation. Somebody like okay. so, like if they could go out 
and bring Kuz back, that would be interesting yeah. to me, right? If they could go and get somebody like an OG and an Obi, that okay. that type of stuff, that that's the I see what you mean. that they need to make. Mm. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They just need a, it's a talent thing, I guess. At some point, you just need one more. You just you it just you feels need like you need one more piece. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I don't know. But what do you think, if, Mo? Can they can they win a title? I think they can, but this in my mind, like I think they can too. Not I think I trust everybody on that roster. The only person I have questions about is again like D'Angelo Russell. Like if a lot of Lakers fans on Twitter think that he was having as amazing season if he is that he actually that he is, then why would the Minnesota Timberwolves want to get rid of him in replacement for Mike Conley, who's like eight million years old? Because like, they don't want to pay him. Uh, I'll tell you why. Yeah, they're having impasses on his contract extensions, and there's yeah. a report today from one of the beat writers that <laughs> apparently D'Lo hated the fuck out of Rudy Gobert. That he would right. like vocally like hate this guy and like refuse to throw him lobs, and it was like a big chemistry issue. Mm-hmm. So that's what they got Mike Conley, who has this connection with Gobert for the past couple of years, and will throw him lobs and make him feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Apparently, D'Lo just hated that man with all his heart. Yeah, on top of that, he wasn't he wasn't playing that well on the court as well. There's just clear mishaps and. Part of yeah, yeah. Why? Because that's Look fucking that. Rudy Gobert. So back to back spots. A guard hates playing with Rudy Gobert. He <laughs> can't do nothing on offense. This bum, <laughs> this bum Rudy Gobert on offense. And it's so it's so funny. Yeah, like he must be an annoying person because like nobody's mad at Robert Williams because he has no post moves. It, it, maybe it's the amount he's paid. Maybe it's the cachet he has. Maybe he's just annoying and bitches and moans. Something about Rudy Gobert, there's a lot of bigs who can't do anything with the ball in their hands, but he gets hated on by his teammates for it. He must be so annoying. He has to be. He's, he's a lame. He's like, he must I, call for the ball a lot. That's probably it. He must want the ball, but can't do shit. Robert he, Williams is never calling for a post-up. He's on his 2K. Hmm. He, he, call, he calls for the ball too much. His teammate grades Yeah, literally down. spams A. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to some of these other trades. We talked about the big three. There's a lot of moves on the edges because a ton of trades happened. Yeah. Let's talk about what the Warriors did. They, they essentially, Demon, oh, home. Demon home, Demon home. They brought, they brought back Gary Payton, Let's but go. to get Gary Payton, a man who they let walk in the summer because they didn't want to pay him going into the luxury tax because they're not going into it, but they're so far into it that every $1 million they spend, they pay $8 million in tax. So if they pay him $10 million a year, he would have been an $80 million player if I do my math right. So they didn't want to bring him back. And now they concluded that it's time to give up on James Wiseman because we don't fucking play him. So they trade him in a three-team deal to get five second-round picks back. They trade those five second-round picks to get Sadiq Bey. They trade Sadiq Bey for Gary Payton. Oh, no, no. They trade James Wiseman for Sadiq Bey. They get five second-round picks for Sadiq Bey. Yeah. Then those second-round picks become Gary Payton. So they traded their number two overall pick, prize possession they refused to draft LaMelo Ball with, refused to trade for a starter a couple years ago, to get a man back who they could have had for no assets this summer. I feel like explain this to me. The uh, reason why they did a, this trade is because yeah. they must have like been trying. I think I saw some report they were reaching really hard for OG Anunobi because of all the movement that was happening. Kevin Durant yeah. being the movement in the Western Conference and also like, the Raptors are serious. Fuck them. So you kind of need to shore up your defense, and you just need more straight up, more firepower, like you were saying, Donovan. And OG Anunobi is that, and so it sounded like. Gary Payton is just the backup. He was the backup option. We can't cash in. The Raptors are asking for way too much. Multiple first-round picks that we're not trying to cash in right now. We're not trying to give up Moses Moody or I don't know what they're, the Raptors are asking for, but it just sounded like a, a backup option, a, a, a spare time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So. Yeah, it was reported they were trying to gear up to get OG, which if they would have had OG and Anobi and Andrew Wiggins as wing oh, defenders with tough. Draymond Green behind them. Locked yeah. Ah, what? Tough. Like, tough that's down. insane. Tough but yeah. So I think a lot of this was financial too. They couldn't pay Gary Payton because the cost would have been so much. And by shedding Wiseman, they're shedding like another $90 million because he makes $10 million a year. So th- everything's financial with them because they're in a really sticky situation. So that's what it comes down to. But man... And it also James Wiseman's a sunk cost, right? Like at the end of the day, yeah, his value is gone. I'm I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. I don't think like it's not. This isn't a move where it's like, oh, it cost you something. James Wiseman wasn't he wasn't playing. He yeah. was, they they had they had given up on him, and it was very clear that he wasn't going to turn into the number two overall pick or anything like that. At that point, Ship we're sailed. just yeah, we're just that's just a title in front of his name, but it doesn't mean anything for James Wiseman because he's not good. Yeah. So yeah, shout, right. So, so shout, shout out them. They got Gary Payton back. The vibes are back. They're gonna they're gonna, <laughs> try, they're gonna try and make this run. I'm extremely happy because like I'm not even a Warriors fan, but seeing Gary Payton leave to the to the Blazers, that one kind of hurt last year because I was like, dang, like y'all should y'all should have made something work. You care that much about yeah. the guy, damn. I like so, I like Gary Payton a lot. Okay. Yeah, Gary Payton's solid. But there's another player that I really want to talk about or specific team, and it's the. Lakers rivals, or I don't know if you consider consider them rivals, but Isaac, the Los Angeles Clippers, for some reason, they kill every trade deadline. They cooked. So annoying. They cooked. How did they get Bones Highland, who is not a fantastic young player, but he's pretty promising in my mind? For one second round pick. I thought it was two. Oh, two. two. I'm looking now. It is two. 24 and 2024, 2025. That's all it took? And they traded Luke Kennard. They did a few moves. They got Mason Plumley. They waived John Wall. They got Bones Highland. They got Eric Gordon. Oh my god! And then they got one more piece. Who was it? I don't remember the piece. I'm trying to look. Can't be that relevant. Yeah, they got three three second round picks and Eric Gordon. They got rid of Luke Kennard. Got rid of John Wall. They just and they might they bring in Russell Westbrook. Entire bench. They got Plum. They, yeah, they got yeah, they got Plumlee. Mason Plumlee. They traded away Reggie Jackson and yeah. a second round pick. Yeah, and now well, it's, it seems like a foregone conclusion they're going to sign Russ, but it's not official yeah. yet. Yeah, but a lot of people think it's going to happen. They just. We talk about Why? the Lakers revamping their whole. They're gonna sink themselves. <sighs> They're gonna sink themselves Facts. by 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 getting but, Russell Westbrook. But but I will say, Russell Westbrook on the Lakers making forty million dollars a year is a toxic asset. You want nothing part of your team. But Russell Westbrook on the Clippers making two million dollars, surrounded by Sounds shooters, so is a better. team that needs playmaking. Makes a little more sense. Any given Absolutely. game, you could bench him because it doesn't matter. He's a minimum guy. You don't have this resource allocation to him. It just makes the equation a little different. You know what I mean? The Absolutely. moment Russell Wilson. Russell Russell Wilson. The moment <laughs> Russell Westbrook misses two layups in a row and they deadpan and they showed the shot of Kawhi just deadpan on the sideline. And we all understand <laughs> what that face means. I'm telling you it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. But then they then they can just not play him. I'm surprised they got rid of Reggie Jackson. That was surprising Same. to me. I thought they liked him. Now he's gonna be on the buyout market. Yeah, exactly. But I was yeah. kinda surprised. They that just, was super surprising to me too. Where we get the Lakers props for redoing their whole supporting cast around their stars because it wasn't working. So that's what they fucking did. They got rid of everybody and brought new names in. It's yeah, good for them. They, they, they kill this shit every year. Yeah. Man, that was just so shocking to me. And it was weird to see how willingly the Denver Nuggets were to give up someone like that, Bones Highland, to someone in their same conference yeah. for so cheap, too. Like, yeah. in my mind, you couldn't have like taken away one important asset to them, but you had to give up like I don't know. Maybe it was a financial thing too. I don't. I'm not 110 percent sure. But it was a chemistry thing. 
Yeah. Apparently, yeah. he was having issues with like wanting playing time and wanting a certain role and clashing with Mike Malone. Yeah. It was like it was a personnel issue. So I get it if they feel like they have to trade him, but like uh, two second round picks, like they don't want to replace that for a win now team. Like, they don't that want was a loss. Loss of a trade. Bro. Yeah. Straight up. Like how That's bad sad. must it have been? They felt like they got to trade him even if they get nobody back. Like that yeah. must have been toxic as hell. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, this man's family, our close friends, was calling Jamal a fucking a bitch on social media. <laughs> Wait, with who? Yeah, one good Wait, year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see yeah. this. Please tell Bones me. Highlands, one of his homies were calling Jamal Murray a bitch on social media saying, oh, he had, he had <laughs> one good year in the bubble, and now he thinks he all that or whatever. And Bones Highlands was following that dude, and he has history with that dude or whatever. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure people that watch that are like following Nuggets beat writers and know the chemistry issues like will speak on it and are probably – Agree that Bones Highland had to go, but you can't be happy with two second round picks, right? Like, after not even Gary you get a first got like, traded for five, you can't tell me like Gary true, Payne has that more much value, bro. True. I mean, two okay. five. That's crazy. <laughs> the second round picks, they're five. Like, I know, but facts, five facts. is a lot. Just the number five is like five to two. That ratio. Listen, I know because everybody likes bucket getters. Most people probably say Bones Highland is better than Gary Payton. I don't know if I'd say that, but. He's not three three picks different. I'll tell you that. Yeah, bro. No, but like you over, listen, you overpaid because you had to rectify a mistake. Like on on the on the yeah. open on the open market, they were probably they're probably around the same like value in terms crazy. of second round picks. Looking at the rest of these trades, the Sixers finally got rid of Matisse Tybel, free free Jamal uh, free Joel Embiid from the shackles of Matisse Tybel's jump shot. Good for him. <laughs> and they got Jalen McDaniels, who's a solid player. Yeah, so that's good. Good, for that's good for them. Good for them. It was also cost cutting measures they got out of the tax. So whatever. Who gives a shit about their owner's fucking checkbook? So would, many small trades happened. I would care yeah, about Josh that. Richardson going to the Pelicans. No, I I did I did see it. I'm I don't know how that like fits. I that that was one of the small moves that actually didn't impress me that much. I don't I don't think yeah. it I don't think it moves the needle for um for New Orleans just because for New Orleans right now their biggest issue is that everybody's hurt. And yeah. so yeah. like swapping out Devontae Graham for Josh Richardson, I don't think it I don't it's think cool. it helps it's... them. Yeah, like it's like okay, like if the if the money works it's, it's cool. But yeah. I don't I don't think it's a lot. I know we gotta talk about Oh, oh we're gonna talk about No you, you can go. I was gonna ask okay. you guys is there a team that you expected <laughs> to make a move but didn't? I'm glad you said this. I'm about to bring these motherfuckers up. The Toronto Raptors are so unserious. I hate them. Masai yeah. Ujiri is a criminal. Yeah. They all week have been talked about as a team that's going to sell their pieces, going to make moves, keep the deadline interesting. They didn't trade OG. They didn't trade Gary Trent. They didn't trade Fred Van Vliet. <sighs> they didn't trade Pascal Siakam. They traded for Jakob Podol. They bought. They gave up a whole first round pick, which yes, is good, sir. but damn, for Jakob yes, again. Damn. Why they do they want to be compete. mid so bad? They are here to compete, Isaac. They want to with win who? basketball games. They want who to are they win competing with? Games. The Orlando Magic? Ugh, fuck. They're, they're they a lottery team by the far. They entire league so hard, bro. They're a playing team, and you will respect them. them as such. No, I will not. <laughs> fuck that mid ass team. All right. They should have traded Gary Trent for a first. They, yeah. it, they wanted too much for OG. They should have taken the two first-round picks they could get for him purely for my entertainment's sake because I'm tired of seeing this boring-ass <laughs> team and then pump-faking us with saying they're going to do deals and them not doing it. Yeah, Listen, absolutely, that's, dude. I, I, 
Nah, I can't, I can't even cap. Like, they should have traded somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they they got to get rid of somebody, man. Somebody, I, man. I thought Fred was gone. Um, I thought Fred I knew was, you. I didn't think him. I thought OG was good as gone. I thought Gary Trent was gone as fuck. I always felt like OG. OG, to me, is starting to move into the John Collins space where his name is just going to be <laughs> in, in the conversation. And I feel like when we talk about like three and D guys and people who could do just a little bit more. OG is the poster boy for that. And every team wants him, but the, the Raptors are going to be like, well, he's the number one three and D guy. So I'm going to need a King's ransom for him. And they're they never going to, so they, they, they're, they're they, never going to get it. They've they made like him so a, overrated. He's an all-star bro. Yeah. Three first round picks. Kiss my ass. It's OG and Anobi. Yeah. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, man. He's a good player, but he's not a star. Like, yeah, what the hell? Treating him like he's damn Paul George or something. Like, relax. Facts. Bro. Literally. Like, what are oh, we talking shit. about? Yeah. Kick rocks, Masai. Tarn Raptors. Uh, annoying. Another team that I thought was going to make a move was the Miami Heat. I thought they were going to yes. get off of Kyle Lowry. Yes. But yeah, they didn't they, end up doing they should anything have, much. They should have gotten, they should gotten something. Hey, they, they might sign Russ. Huh? They might sign Russ. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> That's so nasty. That's Please so Please don't. Uh, he, would, he would fit culturally with what Miami does. They don't need him on the team. They, he, they, they don't, need, they don't need, need him on the team. The, they kind of do need him on the That's team. That's a nasty fit with They kind of need a point I guard. Would, nah, I wouldn't like Russ on that team, bro. That's kind of nasty I do like because I wouldn't like Russ on any team in particular besides the Clippers. But mm. they need a point guard. Is Reggie Jackson the answer for them? Do they sign him? Yeah. I'd rather sign okay. Reggie Jackson than Russ for that team specifically. Okay. Bam Adebayo is finally snapping this season, and I don't. I think you still wouldn't want to continue to give him as much space as possible so he can continue yeah. the things that he's doing right now and eventually ascend to whatever the Miami Heat believe he can ascend to. Could you Five imagine four. Russ, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo lineups? Ugh, spacing fucking Hell, felony right there. That's torment right there. I don't want to think about that. You need to have Tyler Hero out there chucking up 10 threes to keep it honest. Gross. <laughs> It's terrible. Yeah, nah. Can't be, be moving yeah. like that. Dang, Russ is really going to be out the league next year. That's wild. Nah, he'll be somewhere. He's just going to be a minimum guy, which sucks for him. Like, he's trying to get paid. He's not going to be out the league, that's though. That's really wild. I've been saying, wow, that's crazy. Nah, he, nah he's done. <laughs> man, he's done. Listen, man, th- that's all the major deals. There's a lot of other small stuff. We don't got to talk about Jay Crowder. We don't got to talk about George Hill or Serge Ibaka. Or Sfima That's Kailu. all the major trades. So. It was a crazy deadline. Yeah. I loved it. People were talking about this might be a quiet one. It was not. It was fantastic, bro. This trade deadline reminded me of back in 2019, summer of 2019, or whenever whenever Kawhi Leonard got traded to the Toronto Raptors. He got traded in summer. 2019. Yeah, it was summer, and he got traded like at 4 or 5 a.m., and oh, yeah. my ass is awake, and I was like, holy shit, and something similar got something similar happened. A top five player got moved. So it was very, very, very reminiscent of that time. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, quick, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, go before, ahead. before we get, get out of here, I gotta, I gotta say my piece. We're not getting out of here. We got TikTok time coming. Yeah, I'm saying before. Okay, before we transition, yeah, yeah. whatever. I got the Knicks, man. I gotta. We we gotta oh, talk yeah. about this Josh Hart real quick. Josh, the the Knicks get Josh Hart for Cam Reddish and a protected future first round pick. I you like, like Josh. I like Josh Hart a lot. I think that he's a good player. I think the mismanagement from the Knicks is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you say, what the fuck do you know about cameras? Like, I would like Tom Thibodeau fired for this. I, I honestly, I truly. <laughs> Tom Thibodeau's not the GM. No, Wait, truly, is he the one who made that move? No, no. Tibbs, Tibbs is the one who refused to play Cam Reddish, and mm. 
and he's the and he's the one that after after the Knicks went and invested j- just a little bit in Cam Reddish, but in a talented young player who has the ability to to score, and just sit him on the bench when you have very limited depth. When RJ is is not playing the the way that he needs to. When uh, when Quentin Grimes before he was inserted into into the lineup, Cam Reddish should have played a lot more than what he did. And I think, I I think if they, it's clear, right? It's clear that Tom and and the front office are not aligned on everything, and you can see it in the small stuff, and it's gonna and it's gonna spiral into the big stuff. Okay. And I see. think th- I think that this is a fireable offense. I think it's time to change direction because if you can't agree to give a talented twenty two year old some minutes. Last year and this year, when you when you're not like a top team, and you're still trying to like build and develop and do all that, and now you have to give up a first to give him away, that's <laughs> that's terrible. They didn't that's give. Terrible. They got Josh Hart. Josh Hart's good. As, you gave you gave up a, a first and a talented young player. You keep saying talented. Have you considered the fact that maybe there's a reason two teams in a row haven't wanted to give him minutes and nobody wanted to give up a pick for him? I think maybe he both, fucking sucks. I think both teams honestly mismanage Cam Reddish. Maybe I he tru- sucks truly, and is I not truly, coachable. I, I don't know. Like maybe there's a reason. <laughs> I true. I truly think that. I listen. As I a- like. I like. I like Josh Hart. I like the fact that Josh Hart is on my team now. The way that mm-hmm. we got here, I'm not happy with. Okay, I, I, you, it's a process that matters more than anything, and yeah. you hate that he wasn't given a chance. I get it. Yes. I hear the crayon eaters in the back saying, Tiki talk time, please. And I think we got to go ahead and get that one. Sprint does not want to talk about Cam Reddish. Mo doesn't want to talk about Cam Reddish. He knows. Cam, I love Cam Reddish. Like, I, He's the one bro, that got away? I, I, I damn near had a stroke when I found out he was traded to New York. All right? I, 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 at I, least I, you got, I, at least you got a pick for him. But... He just thinks that he's like the he can be like the face of a team or one of the faces of the team when that's they don't just let probably him try. Be his role. They don't let him. I try. have a feeling there's probably a reason two teams don't want to play him. I'll say that we don't know for he sure. Was We're in his locker rooms, but there's probably a reason. Yeah, his best basketball that I've ever seen him play, not in his entire life because he was a fucking monster in high school, but in the playoffs, the 2021 playoffs in the Eastern Conference Finals, he was coming off of a injury for after months and coming back he came back as a completely different person in the most important basketball game of his life and he was given the business to chris middleton <laughs> talking trash cam cam reddish usually is a player who's like to himself a Kawhi leonard type who's just more reserved doesn't didn't show too much passion but that series right there was like a game changer and i guess after that series he was like yo i'm him like they should want to prioritize me start me over deandre hunter crazy shit like that and he, he just wants a bigger role a big enough role and i don't think that there's any teams in the nba outside of who maybe the detroit pistons right now trade him to san antonio man get get cam reddish to san antonio so you can hoop oh san you think free cam reddish <laughs> you think pop I mean, is allowing that <laughs> I hey, know, I think man. Portland's gonna give him a chance. Portland has him and Shaden Sharp as his two young wings. I think they're gonna give him a chance. They yeah, better. for sure. But I'd rather play in the zero. Or they gonna have somebody to see wants, me. They gonna have him. to see me if they don't. <laughs> Speaking of Portland, they're they're down in the dumps right now, man. They're down and they made all these moves in the offseason. They suck. And now they're just like yeah, and then gonna they miss they the sold. playoffs again. And they sold they sold Josh Hart. They're terrible. Yeah. yeah. So be it. Let's talk about these motherfucking TikToks. It is TikTok time. We're an hour in. We're flying through these. I'm tired. It's late. 
It's a big trade line day. Let's get some fucking content made. Let's, Let's do it. Go. As you guys know, as always, we start off with the draft. Today right, we're doing right. a draft of the best shooters of all time. And so we're not drafting like, this is the best shooter. This is the second best shooter. We're drafting starting five still, but with the general theme of good shooters. All right. Make sense? Right, let's go. Yeah. So who got the so, first pick? Let's draft. Let's draft starting. Let's draft starting lineups with the best shooters of all time. Wait, I got. I said starting. Fuck. Let's draft NBA lineups with the best shooters of all time. Perfect. Let's do it. Let's do it. Who has the first pick? Who had second pick last time? What oh, Donovan. You, you you have first pick. It's Donovan Mo me. What? Yeah. You, yeah. Remember Donovan picked uh, no the second last time. Oh, true. Yep, yep, yep. All right, first pick. Greatest shooter ever. Give me Stephen Wardell Curry. Yeah, easy pick. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I won. Fuck. All right, well, now this is kind of the gray area. It's like Steph Curry, then it's everyone else. So I, yeah, yeah. I'm i going to have his backcourt partner. Give me Clay Thompson. Again, easy pick, whatever. For number three and number four, give me Ray Allen and Kevin Durant. Okay. I like that. Is it my yeah, turn? I'm going to get my wings sorted right away. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yes. Give me Damian Lillard. How do we still get confused by snake drafts? <laughs> yeah. Give me Damian Lillard. Would you pick? Okay, Damn. that's a good pick. One of the most off the dribble, one of the most lethal off the dribble shooters. I like it. Yeah. The the difficulty in his, the difficulty in the type of shots that he takes need to be accounted for. He's him. For sure. All right. That's cool. Wait, who'd you, who'd you take? Uh, Isaac? Ray Allen and Kevin Durant. Okay, that's, that's what I thought. Okay. All right. For my two, give me a similar off the ball type of player. Give me Rip Hamilton. As, That's as, a horrible pick. What the I, fuck? I'm like, I'm like He's a professional seller, man. Oh my goodness, Donovan, you are trash at these. <laughs> Holy shit! That's what we gonna do? We gonna act like <laughs> yeah. not. We gonna act like Rick Hamilton is not a good off the ball shooter. Like he's not a good player. Go ahead, oh man. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Next up, give me Dirk. Okay. Good pick. Real good pick. I like that. Cool. Yeah. All right. Go up. ahead and shut up. Go. Mo. Go ahead. Give me the best shooting big man of all time, Car Anthony Towns. Okay. Yeah, yeah, your team is soft now. You lost. Soft my <laughs> ass, bro. I got Dane, Clay, and Cat. I'm winning this. Let's go. All right, Isaac, what you got? At my, at my small forward, Larry Bird. Easy. <sighs> yeah. And then at point guard, at point guard, give me one of the most talented off-the-dribble shooters of all time. Give me James Harden. Okay. We're talking about shot difficulty and impressiveness. Underrated as a shooter. Okay. That's solid. So, wait, can you repeat your, your team so far one more time for me? James Harden, Ray Allen, Kevin Durant, Larry Bird. I'm cooking y'all. All right. Donovan? You, Mo. Okay. So, <laughs> silence. Mo, Mo just doesn't understand. Like, it's three people in the snake jack, bro. Like, no, no, I know. I know. I know. I just had, I just had to make sure that he didn't get the player that I was going to get. So, I got Dame, Clay, and then I got cat so i need a three and i also Ain't need a four Rip hamilton you're crazy you're still <laughs> disgusting for that bro i can't believe you did that so naturally damn i don't want to do this i'm gonna let me just get someone easy give me paul george give me paul george he's a great shooter okay yeah solid I guess. better than rip okay Paul George can, 
he can't run. He can't run with with Rip. Anyways, <laughs> he can't. Yeah, he can't. He can't run, run around them screens. All right. Um, at my three. At my three, give me, give me Reggie Miller to play my three. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. And then, for my five. Oh, give me give me Jokic at my five. Okay. Okay. That's kind of clunky, but that's solid. That's not a bad team at all. All right. We just got we just got mad movement. We're just running yeah. all over the place. Mad movement. Yep. So I got Dame, Clay, PG, and Cat. Right, that's, yep. that, that's a great team. That is a fire team, it's actually. It's looking good. How, how are you going to fill this last four, four spot? No, that's very pivotal because the four spot is very important. Uh, to fill my last four spot, Dirk is gone. You know, Cat. There's a lot of options for stretch fours. There's a lot to do here. And watch him sell. Yeah, yeah, my mind is blanking right now. My CTE kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Every draft we have, you do this. Your mind always blinks. You just never yeah, know. know. You can never imagine players. There's just like so much out there. There's so many to choose from. What do I do? Oh, no. Really, you can't think of any. <laughs> I don't want to say what I'm going to say. Go ahead and say. do it. Say I don't it. Come on. Keep it going. Say it. Throw me some names. Throw me some names. I need no, them. no, it's TikTok time. Say <laughs> it. Are you serious right now? Yes. Why are you give me names? This, this, this is how we doing it right now. Exactly. Do this on your own. Be a man. Grow up. All right. Give me Porzingis. Okay, that's not a horrible pick. Porzingis. I got a great cat. team. For my center, I'm bullying. Give me the. What do they call him? Uh, there's a nickname he has. Fuck, I can't uh, remember. Your CTE kicking in. Yeah, I, got, I know the player. I can't, he, had a, he had a funny nickname. It's something Tower. Is it Stifle Tower? All right. For my center, give me the most unexpected stretch five in NBA history. Give me Brooke Lopez. Oh. Oh, Splash Mountain. Okay. Splash give me Mountain. Splash Mountain. There you go. Yeah. That's nice. All right. I, Isaac got this one. Isaac got it? <laughs> oh, I absolutely your, got it. Come on. Your team is not better than mine. Let's get oh, that straight. Oh my gosh. Let's get that Thomas straight. Thomas got to break his heart right now, bro. That's crazy. I have Stefan Dirk on my team. What, what are we talking about here? You got Stefan Dirk, but you also have Rip Hamilton. You lost. <laughs> Rip Hamilton was a crazy pick for this for that point of the draft. Yeah. <laughs> you picked a mid-range specialist? You that was picked wild. Rip before Reggie Miller? Oh, you insane, my boy. And I still <laughs> oh got <God>. Reggie. <laughs> like, what, what are we talking about? Oh my God. Nobody in the comments is going to be like, "Oh, I want to pick Rip Hamilton." <laughs> like, yeah, that was such no. an and that's pick. fine. They don't know ball. All right, <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's fair. Okay, that's man. fair. Okay. Next up, okay. we're gonna do another tier list because y'all guys love when we did the point guard tier list last week. So we're gonna do a shooting guard tier list. Okay. Cool Let's put that. these NBA shooting guards into a tier list. First off, Jalen Brown. He just broke I, his face. I, I forget the tears, to be honest. He's right below. S-A-B-C-D-F. Yeah. I think he's A. Him, I think he, yeah, A. Yeah, he's got to be A. He's not quite S, but he he earned his way out of B this year. Yeah. yeah. A easily. He's got to learn how to dribble, though. His, that handle is disgustingly <laughs> wild. Dribble consistent. What about Donovan Mitchell? Is he S? S. S. Easy. Yeah. S. Yeah. Okay. No question. Him, him and D. Book are neck and neck for best shooting yes. guard in the NBA, so he's got to be S. Yeah. And we could throw Devin Booker in there as well as S2. S, easy. I don't even have to think about that. Okay. Desmond Bain. 
I think Desmond Bain is. is uh, well, he's B, but he's B plus. Like he's really yeah. good. Yeah, he's, he's B, B though. He's he's not he's not A. He's not as good as Jalen Brown yet. Yeah, he's not at all. But he's B. But like early season, early season Desmond Bain. Oh, and he's averaging twenty five points per game. Yeah, he's nuts. Was before he got hurt. That was this is right yeah, okay, little. okay, we can go B. B. We can go B. That's what, fair. what about Zach Levine? He's he's uh, kind of falling off a little bit. I want to say B to be. He's not C though. He's not C. He's, he's not C plus. Nah, nah, he's B still. He's 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 inconsistent. His knees, his knees are coming in, are coming um, out from under him, and he's still not like a great defender. So you, you like, see, I don't, I'll say, I'll say C hell when the next trade. He's still in B, summer. but he's teetering. He needs to step it up a little bit. What? What did you say, B. about? I see you're gonna be sick as hell. You saying all that, but you're gonna be sick as hell with the next trade for him this summer. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be mad. I don't. This, this is too much money. Yeah, I see. I get you. What about Terry Rozier? I think Terry uh, Rozier is a definition of C. That's my guy, C, Terry. Yeah. Scary His Terry. His bag put is him in, fantastic. Him he has a beautiful game to watch. <laughs> he's underrated as a shot maker. He's one. He's one of the best dribblers in the NBA. He doesn't get that attention. Absolutely, the finesse, the swag, bro. On and off <laughs> the court, though, right? crazy. C, yeah. I can't. Okay. I can't be biased in in Terry Rozier talks. Y'all got it. <laughs> okay. Man, loves him some Terry. That's crazy. That's Damn. my guy. Scary. Terry what about Clay right Thompson? So, Clay B. Thompson started slow this year, but he's been better now. Is he back in B? Back. Yeah, he's kind of back. B. Okay. We'll give him B. Early B. season, Clay was like, oh, fuck, is he D? But no, he's he's B again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jalen Green. Oh, C. man, I think he's C. He's C. Bro, you all are too kind. That man is D tier. That man is he not good right now. He has potential. That's why I'm putting him in C. Man, we're yeah. grading him as right now as a player. He is not as good as Terry Rozier. No. Ah. He's on the he's same tier as Terry Rozier. Listen, I mean, disgusting. he dropped 41 the other night, though. That yeah. was two and a half weeks ago, and he hasn't done <laughs> shit since. That was last night. Oh, he did it again last night? Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember he did a couple nights ago, I mean, a couple weeks ago, whenever we had that video where I said disappointing, the next night he had 40. So, so many 40-point games you can't even remember. Put him, yeah. <laughs> put, put him in C-tier. NBA these days, man. <laughs> no, nah, that man's D-tier. That man's D-tier as fuck. D, I think you see it. Mode decide. C. Ah, let's go. Let's go. Y'all just love hoopers. Yeah. <laughs> a pretty man too what can i say pause (laughs) okay next up let's have a little discussion for a tiktok okay who are the most unguardable players in the nba right now all right so easy who are the most unguardable players in the nba right now all right so easy kd is unguardable yeah he shoots over everybody gotta be in there Jokic can't do i'm glad you said this can't do i think Jokic is definitely up there you can't throw doubles at him he'll dice you up at passing you can't guard him one-on-one he'll finesse you with footwork in the post there's no answer. Yeah, it's so hard. It's so irritating with Jokic because he's slow as hell and he doesn't have a like. And it don't matter. He's gonna cook you a regardless. A flashy game in the traditional way, and it's yeah. beautiful. Old man to at watch. the park. So he's so yeah, yep. exactly. Unguardable as hell. Steph obviously. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. If Steph belongs in this conversation. Steph's one of the best offensive players for sure. But I think you can scheme. St- I don't know. I'm not say that. No. He's just unguardable. An entire, yeah, unguardable. Okay. Are we you putting can't Luka assign in there? one player and be like, "Yo, do this to him." If you're like, he has a sim a similar effect to Jokic in my mind offensively, where he just influences everything rather than just like one on one. Of course, you can do one on one, but yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, he's impact. He shifts yeah, an entire okay. defense. Yeah, yeah. We're, we'll put Curry in there because if you throw doubles at him and stop his movement off screens, mm-hmm. he's gonna allow the offense to keep rolling and create open shots for others. So I, I'm with that. Yeah. Are we putting Braun in there naturally? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Easy. Yeah, he's brawn. Like, come on. 
<laughs> sounds like we're just blaming the best players in the NBA. Throw in Giannis, I guess, too. Fuck, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, to, so to take us away from the most... So aside from the top five players in the world, Kyrie Irving, he's in there, right? Oh, no. easily. Not putting Kyrie what? in there? No, I'm not. Why? I'm not. Why? Why? Why not? Because I could, I could put, I could put a little bit of length on on Kyrie, and I can, I can, I can slow him down. I can also get Kyrie to, um, to kind of just go down down a rabbit hole. I think that there's a there's a tier of guys that I wouldn't put them as unguardable because I I feel like I can get them to guard themselves. And with Kyrie, I think that he <laughs> you, fits you, in. You acting like he's Ben Simmons. What the hell? No, no such a nasty I feel you. Statement. I feel you. I feel you. All we got to do is show Kyrie a Pfizer logo and he's losing his mind. So, <laughs> that's what I'm game within the game, honestly. Exactly. Exactly. Don't, don't let me show him Jonah Hill. It's over. <laughs> oh, hell nah. <laughs> oh, hell nah. <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not getting that. That's going to TikTok. <laughs> that's crazy. Bro, we try to get... That's, yeah, oh that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny as fuck. So, I don't even know where to go with that. Is Joel Embiid in there? No. Nah. So, yeah, like Giannis and Jason Tatum, they're probably not in there. Yeah, no. I won't put Jason Tatum in there, but I would put... And beat in there because he's just there's just so much. It's no. overwhelming in my mind. No, I think I don't. I don't think Joel Embiid is is unguardable. I think Joel Embiid is another is another guy where you can bait Joel Embiid into settling for threes all all day. Okay, I think That's I think true. if like obviously obviously if all of these top guys decide like I'm getting forty tonight, then like they're gonna go in and get forty. But like on, <laughs> yeah. a, on a consistent basis, in terms of un, unguardableness, no. Okay. Okay. You can bait we him move for on. sure. Let's do the next segment. Let's get out. We got two more segments left. Let's go. Now, let's do a game of twenty questions first. Let's get one. Of, let's get a video of that. Okay. You want me, want me to do the player this time? Yeah, I did it last time. Okay, I'll do or, it this time. Yeah. Sure. Take Who it. do I want to do? This is gonna be funny. Okay. Y'all got twenty questions to guess the NBA player I'm thinking of. That's okay. Right. Is this is this person a front court player? Yes. Okay. 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 Cool. Was he drafted after 2015? No. Okay. Is this person considered a good shooter? Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think anybody would say that. Okay. Okay. We're at three, is this by the way. person light skin? I'm counting. A little bit. He's a little caramely. Caramely. Hmm. He's lighter okay. than Donovan, but he's not light skinned. He's not Drake. Okay. All right. Is this person's primary team in the Eastern Conference? Ooh, what's his primary team? He has one famous team in the East, one famous team in the West. Hmm. One famous okay. team in the East, one famous. Was he a Donovan? This is a question to you. Was he a front court player? Yes. He's a front court yeah, player. Okay. Player. Okay. Um, is this player an all star? Yes. An all star. Okay. I should have clarified. I need I need more clarification on that. Dang. Wait, why why you say that, Donovan? Because like he could have been an all star at any point in his career, or like if mm. he's an all star like this year. Okay. Was he drafted after 2010? No. No. Okay. Is this player still in the league? No. 
No. Has this player ever been memed out before? Yes. Yes. Has he appeared in any like... You said memed out, right? Yeah. Yeah, memed out. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Has he been on like ESPN or anything of that nature? Has he been on TV? Yeah. Yes. Is this Paul Pierce? This is not Paul Pierce. That's a pretty good guess, though. And he was an all-star. Okay. Not Paul Pierce. Okay. He's a old. He's he's old, Donovan. This, this motherfucker's old. And he can't shoot. Oh, he can't shoot. I forget about that. Yeah, okay. he wouldn't be, be considered. One famous team in the East, one famous team in the West. So, Donovan, do your central whatever the fuck you do, bro. Do your divisions. Bro. No, 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 Trying to hang this is this about person, strategy. This is entertainment. Did this person play in the 1990s? Yes. Oh my god, he played in the 90s. Okay. Who okay. the hell's gonna guess this? <laughs> okay. okay. Man, listen, a terminal 13 year old brain. He's an all. He's an all star. He has a famous team in the East, famous team in the West. So, okay. Got bands in the East, bands in the West, rock star. Yeah, 12 questions. Has he ever been in a dunk contest? I don't know the answer to that, so I, I won't count that. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I just don't know. So that's like in the Has air, Has this Donovan. person won a championship? No. No championship. Why do I feel like... With, is, the, with the... I feel like I have... I feel like I have it. How many questions are we at, Isaac? 13. I want to take a dude, guess, Mo. With the teams that he's been on, they have red on it. Yes, one, yeah. Is this Scotty Pippen? This is not Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen has a championship, Dingus. Oh, fuck. Okay. There's a lot of them. Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm take a guess, and then we have four left to, to go. Okay. Is this Charles Barkley? Bro. This is Charles Barkley. Ah! Okay. Ah, <laughs> man, the TV question. Ah, that was a great Let's go. Donovan. Let's you go. Like, did he win a championship? I was like, famously not. He has not <laughs> yeah. won a championship. Let's Damn. go. Damn. That was great. That was great. We, we still never lost. We, we've always won. Yeah, that's beautiful. Let's keep this shit going. Let's go. <laughs> all right. One more set. One more TikTok in us and we're out of here. Lit. We're going to talk about all-time fantasy duos. So, which NBA duo would be better? Ugh. Which NBA duo would be... Ugh, I can't talk. Which NBA duo would be better? Which NBA duo would be better? Stefan Wiltz or Braun and Kobe? Oh. Time out, time out. Before we start, Mo, you are disgusting. You are chewing on your retainer like you're Steph Curry. You're nasty. <laughs> Put that back in your mouth, bro. <laughs> oh, are you Keep it in your mouth, time please. <laughs> please. Bro, it's a bad habit. You are not Wardell. Please. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be off these in a minute. It's a bad habit. It's a business line, man. God damn. Oh That's God. Hilarious. Get off my case. All right. <laughs> oh my god. All right, all right, all right. Recoup. <laughs> Stefan Wilt or Braun and Kobe. Ooh, that's tough. That's that's tough. so tough. Give me, like, give, me Braun and Kobe. give me Braun and Kobe. For the culture. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Just that wing duo and just having that playmaking and scoring together. Yeah. That's crazy. There's no weakness with that wing duo, but there are weaknesses for a big and point duo. So give me that wing duo. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. 
Michael Jordan and Derrick Rose or, ha- or Hakeem and James Harden? Give me <sighs> Hakeem and James Harden. Facts, bro. I know he's the GOAT, but Hakeem and Harden is a crazy yeah. pick and roll duo. What? Yeah. James Harden is cooking Derrick Rose. Annihilating Derrick Rose. He's tearing his other ACL with a crossover. <laughs> it's like it's not like a Damn. it's not close. James Harden Damn. and Hakeem is disgusting. Damn. I get it. Top, pick. Hakeem is top ten all time too. Like, like let's please respect that is Hakeem. True. Facts. You got one of the best offensive guards of all time, the best defensive big of all time, who also has a bag. And I get it, MJ's the GOAT, but I don't think Rose holds up his end of the bargain here. I don't give a fuck about. I don't care about none of that. I just want to see D Rose and MJ hoop strictly for vibes, bro. I don't care about that greatness <laughs> stuff. Give me D Rose and MJ. <laughs> Real hoops. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> On his ball, don't stop, brain. Yeah. <laughs> God, hate that guy. So let's go. <laughs> Allen Iverson and Joel Embiid. I said it weird. Allen Iverson and Joel Embiid, or Giannis and Ray Allen. Oh my goodness, this is so, so, so tough. You give Giannis the best wing shooter of all time besides Clay? Oh. Yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and say Ray Allen and Giannis, bro. Like, they're just. I think I might take that too. I think I might take that too. Prime Ray Allen Allen had handles. He could actually drive to the basket more than people thought. I think that that combination is nasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's spacing. One of the best spacers with the maybe the best finisher of all time. Crazy. Yeah. Though we got AI and Joel Embiid is insane bucket game. That is a nat- that credit. is that is that is from a big to point combo. That is easily one of the deepest bags I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Give me honest, but shout out that duo for real. Yeah, highlights for years, bro. <laughs> CP3 and Zion Williamson or Devin Booker and Charles Barkley. It's purely because I want to stay consistent in my I don't care about Devin Booker. <laughs> Give me CP3 and Zion Williamson. That that <laughs> listen, CP3 is already a pick and roll master. If he's throwing lobs to Zion and can throw oh my it God. five feet away from the basket, he could get that. Oh. Get, that's disgusting. Bro, young CP3 was so fast, With such Blake a good Griffin? shooter, such a good passer. Oh my Give him Zion. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it right there. That's it right there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to roll with that. Y'all said it for me. Yeah, Lob City juiced up. Yeah, God. Kawhi and Blake Griffin versus KD and Jason Kidd. Ooh. Uh, I think Kawhi and Blake Griffin have more juice. No. Bro, give me KD and Jason Kidd. Give me Thank Kevin you. Durant. Thank this you. amazing bucket getter with an amazing passer who can who can cover up his flaws. Easy. Thank you. Blake Griffin was uh, soft. For all them years, oh I don't. I don't want him. He he, prime he Blake was, Griffin was soft, was nasty, and he didn't jump over a car. He jumped over the hood of the car. It's much less impressive. No, we're talking about it was Detroit a marking scheme. Blake Griffin. That was prime Facts. Blake Griffin right there. Who could do it all? Give me do him. It all. Give me him and Kawhi. This is revisionist history. Blake Griffin was never that good. What are we talking about? <laughs> he was nice in Detroit's first year. What? Let's not talk about that. Come on now. Stop it. Don't don't make me call Zach Randolph. I'll, he will bully him oh, all, all day. Okay, yeah, okay. You got it. Luca and Dirk versus Tatum and Larry Bird. Luca and Dirk, man. I, Luca, Luca and Dirk's crazy. Yeah, Luca and Dirk is insane. Like, listen, but Larry. Luca and Dirk is nuts, but. Tatum and Bird, that's like the best wing combo ever. I think you have the inside scoring. You have the inside and outside scoring from Dirk. 
and then Luca, who can make absolutely any pass yeah. po- possible. Luca, yeah. Luca's Luca's passing ability is the one thing that stands out among all four of them. Even though that and bird was a guardable pick and roll. Even, even though that bird was a great passer, Luca is on a different level, and oh, yeah. so I'll take him. I'll take them. Yeah, literally unguardable pick and roll. Imagine what people imagine. The Mavs hope to have some insane pick and roll with KP and Luca. Now give him the best possible version of KP times ten. Incredible facts. Yeah, I'm taking that one as well. Luca and Dirk all the way. Yeah, I said that was our last segment, but I forgot. We have one more. We're gonna quickly do a TikTok version of the trades real quick. We're gonna grade them for each each team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll fly through these real fast. Um. Let's give these. I want you to give these NBA trades a grade. Wait. Um, I should just do one to ten. I want y'all to rate these NBA trades one through ten. Okay. How's the best? What do I usually say for ratings? What do you rate these trades um, on scale one to ten? I want y'all to rate these NBA trades based on how good they were for the team. Okay. The Lakers three team deal to get D'Angelo Russell and Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley. That was that was ten. a nine. That was a nine. I think the, yeah. I, th- I think the only thing that could have been better is if they got an actual star. But like, they got they got Russ out the paint. They got actual rotational players. They got some shooting. That's that's a win. Shifting, Facts. they freed LeBron James from the shackles of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. That enough is get you an eight. Add D'Angelo Russell. Add a wing. Add a wing stopper. Add a shooter. Got to be a nine. Yeah, I feel like this is a ten because you did all of this. A lot of people forget D'Angelo Russell was a former All Star. You did all of this with just getting rid of one pick. This is easily a ten. True. Yeah, I'm getting three rotation players for one pick is kind of crazy. Yeah. Ten. Okay. No, fuck it. I'll give him a ten, too. It's a great move. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. The Warriors trading James The Warriors trading James Wiseman for picks, and those picks turning into Gary Payton. That's Negative a straight eight. five. It's a straight five. It's a very average deal. You gave up a sunken cost in James Wiseman to go get your guy back. He's, he's, you brought him home. Everything is okay. Yeah, I agree with you. I'll rock with you. I'll give it a five. On the surface, it looks crazy to trade your former number two overall pick for a guy you just let walk, but he's not number two overall pick anymore. He's been washed. He's given them nothing. Now they have something from Gary Payton. Yeah, he's going to Wong. He's he's going to he's going to be a Wong Dong Tiger. (laughs) Wong Dong Tiger. Five second round picks just to get a guy that you had last year again, who's not moving the needle for you like that. Ah, that's a nasty work, man. Hey, Gary Payton's like that, all right? He's James like that, Wiseman was a waste of cap. He's he a was waste of space. stealing money from the Golden State Warriors. Facts. He's facts, a waste of facts, space. Facts. True. Shout out to him. I hope he does well with the Pistons, but he thank won't. God he's out of Golden State. Next one. Kevin Durant to the Suns. That's a 10. That's a 10. You got Kevin Durant, and you didn't have to give up DeAndre Ayton. You were able to get... A top, what, five, seven player in the world. One of the most unguardable players in the league. That's a win. That's a 10. Easy. I'm going to give it eight or nine. They're going to be incredible, but you had to give up so much to get them. And you're putting so much. It's Kevin uh, Durant, though. And you're yeah. putting so much faith into two 34-year-olds that are injury prone. It can work out and they can championship. That happens. Great. But there's some amount of risk involved. I can't give it a 10. You have four attempts at this Kevin Durant experience and I'm taking that compared to whatever Kevin type of Durant's success that old. you have with CP3's old. We don't know if for four years they'll both be effective in championship level. Who cares about CP3? You have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant for the next true, three years. True, true. At fair. the end of the day, this game is based off of gambling and Phoenix Suns made the right, right gamble. 
Yeah, it's, it's the right gamble for sure. That's why it's an eight. It's, it's not. I'm not giving it a five. It's just there's enough downside that it can't be a perfect trade. Five. Fair enough. Okay. Kyrie Irving to the Mavs. This I guess this, this is like a six. This is like this a is six. This is a volatile like, ass ooh, question, Isaac. It's a it's a six. You get it. It's a positive trade because you bring a star in for not a lot of uh for not a lot of capital. But at the same time, I don't think that you necessarily get better this year. You definitely get better. It's, it's, I'll give it. A, I'll give and it. And he might walk. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a risk involved because he's volatile and he might walk and just completely tank you because you lost all the assets for nothing. But there's a world where everything goes smooth with him. The culture makes him stay in line, and then you have an all star that you got for one first round pick. That could be enough to get put, put. That could be enough to put them over the top and let them win a championship. So I'll give them an eight because they have that upside. Three different fan bases have said the exact same thing that you've had: the Cavs, the Celtics, and the Nets. And all those worlds failed. That is that trade is a five, bro. <laughs> I don't put no trust in that man. Hell no. That's true. I, if nobody no, want to take a risk on. I promise you, it's not Kyrie. The, the last of a you lightning want to bolt on. striking me in my head and killing me. <laughs> <laughs> but then again this is the best chance they have to get luca a real star so i'm not mad at them for taking it easy five six okay the raptors getting yako Potal. four it's boring it's boring they traded him away a long time ago they should have traded other people away and again it's yako Potal. he's cool but come on now we should have been doing something else a four Nah, you're being too generous. This is a zero. A zero. <laughs> Purely because they pump faked us. We thought they were going to make it fun. They were going to trade their players, make this trade deadline more popping than it already is. And they bought and didn't trade anybody? Yeah. What are they doing? I hate how this much, team. It's so boring. How much better do they expect to get from this trade? Do you want to make the playoffs? You probably could now, but... They want to be the 10 seed so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anyone fight to be so bad, so bad bro. <laughs> bro oh, no. Trade OG. Trade Chicago, Gary Trent. Do the, something. The Chicago, Bulls, the Chicago Bulls will give them a run for their money any day of the week. They oh, the love... That's a fucking mid-off. They though, love the mid. Mid-off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. Mo Bamba going to the Lakers. 10. That's like a 7. I would say a 7. Maybe yeah, eight. I'll give it a seven. Eight. Oh no, maybe eight. Maybe eight. I like mobile. I'll give it an eight. Yeah, it was Pat Bev in a second round pick. They had, they were too small and they had that contract and didn't give up any real draft equity that matters to get a big who can play next to Anthony Davis, spread the floor, block shots. Speak it's on a it. perfect fit. Speak on it. Yeah, absolutely. You couldn't ask for any more when it comes to a trade like that where you give up little to nothing, and this could be a high reward pick at the end of the day. We could yeah, win. it gives him youth, spacing, defense. He's on the team next year with a two-year contract. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see what they could have did better with that second-round pick. W. This is easily a 10. Big old W. Put some fucking respect on Rob Palinka's name. Yeah, <laughs> okay. shout out Shaq oh, West. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a soundbite for the TikTok. I don't care. <laughs> but now I can confidently say to you that this episode is over. If you're still here, comment, put some respect on Rob Palinka's name. No, 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 no. 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 Comment that. Comment that. Episode's over. Cut off. Bye.